1: Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Inside information on your teams, honest opinion, and the biggest names in sports. It's time, Las Vegas, for the Playmakers
2: fired right up on a Wednesday. Paul Yander here, Lindsay Brown there. Hello. You know, sometimes we shout into the abyss, and then the abyss shots right back, and then you try it all over again, and that's what we're doing right now.
3: Abyss is always late.
2: Right? Yeah. But then
3: again, light is arriving well after it's gone. So there's yeah. that. It's a little deep. Well, welcome. Right. Welcome to the Playmakers. There
2: you go. That's right. We're going to dig out our sundials and wax poetic about something that may or may not have happened this century.
3: Double entendres or double meanings, whatever you're looking to float your boat with. Is
2: entendre a Canadian word? I believe it's French, Potentially. right? Potentially. French because it ends with an E. There's a
3: lot in the English language that's French. Garage. 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 Lots of other words that are Lots of other words
2: that escape you, but there are many French. When you
3: asked me to do the splits on the spot, it's not gonna work. But can I make a save if the situation calls for it? Absolutely. I've
2: done the splits once in my life. Really? One time.
3: Was it the like the goalie splits where it's lateral or was it one leg forward, one leg back?
2: One leg forward, one leg back. Which
3: one was forward?
2: The right leg.
3: Was it on purpose?
2: It was not. How did it feel? <laughs> I was eight or nine at the time. Oh, so you were an obsessive Oh, this is the, this is band, part so of that. Tra- this is part of that trauma. Yeah, oh. part of that. Part of the little brick trauma that's built up in every one of us. Sure. Uh, it was. Uh, I lived in a rainy portion of the world. Uh, no. growing, growing up, Oregon, but we had what? Right, but we had we always had recess outside. Like sure. you like it rained, whatever. Get your asses out there, kids. Oh yeah, you snow know,
3: pants and all for us in the snow. Just they, Elements.
2: They built a uh, at my elementary school where I went to school because it you know rained so much. They built like this barn. We literally called it a barn, and it was just it was like a tent pole barn that you'd see out in the middle of you know Iowa to do the streamers and all that other thing?
3: What is this Midsummer? Uh, right. No. No. Not What's even. Going on? Not even
2: footloose uh the uh that we had two basketball hoops inside this thing both had like chain nets and <laughs> then yeah then there were painted four square on the ground you know so All you could play game ever, four square Except with nine um and it was slick one day and of course this thing was full of leaks or whatever it is, and i just happened to hit the right wet spot at the at the worst time and one leg went forward one leg went backward and that Any was kind carnage? Of, the end of it uh i don't think i much like every time that I get hurt, like physically, I don't speak for a little bit because it hurts that bad. Sure. Um, that was painful. That yeah. was incredibly painful. But there
3: painful. wasn't long-term effect. No. And, other than psychologically.
2: Right. Yeah. yeah clearly. And and no, um, no embarrassment afterwards because, like, my pants held up. So I was like, "Oh, right thank on. goodness! You know, no tears or..."
3: Well, and you meant to do it on purpose.
2: And then, yeah, I, su- I totally meant to do it. See what he
3: saves? I've totally meant to do on purpose. Oh, I'm sure. That's a great thing about just putting yourself in the best position to succeed. Sometimes you accidentally get there.
2: Right. Yeah, but ice is meant to be slick. True. You know, <laughs> like, oh my goodness, it was. You know the problem about the it barn.
3: slick if you stretch far enough.
2: The problem about the barn that they built was that it wasn't built on level ground where they built it, it actually started sloping towards one direction. So you had direction. a
3: literal sinkhole barn for your backup recess area. Yeah.
2: Outside, there was like sure, a... Sure, there
3: was no splinters to be we had. We had, um, we had our, our entire playground, which was pretty expansive considering, was made out of wood in elementary school. It has since been torn down because, obviously, liability right. reasons. Yeah, clearly. The splinters and otherwise were just r- ridiculous. It's 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 wild that they even were like, yep, play on that. But, of course, why wouldn't you let kids play on that? It's just like uh, a sure. big treehouse. But – uh It was just so much fun, but you definitely had to know where, like, the hot corners were or, you know, where it was a little worn down because you could climb, like, on top of the tunnels in addition to through them. And so they had, like, barriers and all that stuff. It's like, don't go over there because Jimmy, Jimmy almost lost his damn thumb on Tuesday. Yeah. We needed him for the flag football game on Wednesday. So, thank goodness he uh, avoided that.
2: We had at the school so we had the barn where the barn was it was called it was the blacktop so the blacktop side you could walk around the building and then we had what we called the chip side so it was wood chips but it was you know full playground equipment and all that stuff and you could roam around we had swings and everything like that the one thing again liability right yeah we it was built into the side of this hill so they put in slides into the side of this hill yeah those slides not plastic no (laughs) metal 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 and whatever. these were yeah yeah right it's like yeah whatever yeah just slide down this entire hill on metal <laughs> slide now,
3: and now you drop your kid off at daycare and they'll tell you when they poop right guess what it was solid this afternoon yeah. great to hear great to hear great to hear 100,
2: 100 we are uh,
3: how quickly things have changed
2: hundred feet of metal slide and there were two of them yeah it was two you could race race half in of Tano. it was lead <laughs> <In Tano. laughs> I know right and you could crawl under mercury it.
3: playing uh, play doh area over here yeah right
2: yeah. I cut my hand on that a couple of times. Play with
3: BB guns over here. Shoot some targets.
2: The way they had it built, too, God. you could. I mean, this is so funny. It's all flashing back now. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of like Nom. If uh, you, you slide under, <laughs> underneath, underneath the underneath the slides, the way they had it built was they had it on supports early on to give it some extra height at the top. I don't know why you needed more height, but they did. So you From could actually, era,
3: obviously, Tony you, Hawk.
2: You could crawl underneath it. Yeah, and then was like this play sand area.
3: Yeah, play like the minors, right?
2: Yes. I, <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, yeah, exactly. I don't know how we got we have, away with that as kids.
3: We have a, uh, what is it? Like,
2: we where, didn't die.
3: Where do you raise birds? It's not an actuary. An aviary? That one. Got okay. an aviary over here. We're specializing in canaries, obviously. Right. This is an authentic training experience, right? Yeah. This is before STEM research was done. Oh, for sure. Into the educational system. Yeah. Yeah, it's a miracle that we are still here in many ways, but life <laughs> finds a way.
2: It does indeed, it's like a Jurassic Park. Correct. All right, we will be talking uh, quite a bit about hockey today, the hockey of the hockey, also about how to be a good teammate, and in the second hour, if you want to stick around, it's our first visit with Trista Crick, Odyssey Sports Bidding Insider. That's coming up roughly about 426 or so. Jerry's will... still
3: out on her, to be honest.
2: Right, but we will be talking hoops. And yeah. doing some deep dives in the NBA because that is her specialty, and that's where we will take that conversation. All right, here we go. Top five talkers for today. It's your daily
1: checkdown, powered by Odyssey Sports, number one.
3: I mean, I like her, but she has some character flaws that we might need to explore further. Some okay. that you share, even, Paul.
2: Yeah, I know. I know. It's true. Yeah. Now stick around for that. 426 today. If it weren't bad luck, it wouldn't be luck at all for the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, so much that they've had to add some depth at forward. Adam Brooks has been claimed off waivers from the Montreal Canadiens. Well, which...
3: technically the Maple Leafs, but he was with the Canadians yes. before that. Right, but... so
2: now we've got uh, Michael Am- Amadio, yep. also another Canadian player. Oh, we claimed um, from Toronto. That we claimed from Toronto. Brooks and Kelly McCrimmon apparently know each other. Shocker.
3: They're Winnipeg.
2: Yeah. Yep. Shared...
3: They- Asphalts there,
2: But, Lindsay, why do we need Adam Brooks?
3: Because we got more people going on the COVID. We had Marshy go. We had Will Carrier go. Um, last night, the Detroit Red Wings captain, Dylan Larkin, had to be pulled off the ice mid-game because he was put in a COVID protocol. So, things are getting a little bit dicey for your Golden Knights. Not to mention, Shea Theodore went into the boards quite violently last night. Pete DeWord didn't have any update for uh his status last night and the media availability was canceled today because of the covid so things are uh, weird
2: so we have adam brooks another a new person another new breather
3: and you're like well why are we calling up like jack dugan why can't we get some of these more young names up here well if we bring them up we have to send him back down if we have to send him back down guess what everybody else gets a crack at him so how about no and we'll pick up guys on the waiver wire
2: well, that's what it is. It's turning into the ice of Misfit Toys for sure. Back to Misfits, I suppose, 2.0. We just need some victories to come with that. So uh, Michael Lamadio on COVID. Where's of Eglin when you need him? Really? Get is him he, out is, of is, he in, is he in ice shape? Could he
3: Probably. I mean, why not? I mean, it probably took me two or three years to fully lose it. Right. But then again, do you really ever...
2: Bill Carrier, Jonathan Marchassot, In the Protocols, Michael Lamadio, Adam Brooks off waivers. Today we'll be digging deeper into all of this coming up, including last night's so-called hawking at the fortress, where many people talking, left. So many, people, so called. many people left early. Uh, we'll talk about. we'll talk about that too. <laughs> Moving on. Number two. Better things to do. <laughs> the Nets are not the Warriors. That's the that's the tweet, right? That is the tweet. Lost last night by 19. The Nets are routed by the Warriors. The Warriors uh, win, and Steve Nash says we're not in their category yet—not league, but not in their category. Yeah,
3: yet. Steph Curry like literally revolutionized the NBA. Had to take a a little bit of time off to heal his claw, and then literally went, "Hold my beer, I'll do it better than everyone else." Who is now, you know, following in my footsteps yes. and uh the super team concept while the Warriors weren't the the first to do it or to succeed with it it was certainly in the mind of Kevin Durant when he departed and went to the Brooklyn side clearly different routes have been taken with players on that team and so they're not at the same level right now but it's really out of the season still probably would expect to see both of them in the playoffs if it's the finals a good problem for both of them to have.
2: Yeah, by the weekend, twenty percent of the season will be done. Ten what? And, yeah, well, they're ten and 5s. It's fifteen games. It's always it's like,
3: weird when like hockey season and basketball season coexist always, and then just as hockey season goes by quickly, right? basketball just has. Yeah,
2: by Thanksgiving, we'll have played a quarter of the hockey season.
3: We're already in the week eleven with the NFL.
1: Yeah, no it's Orville. just
3: daylight savings. What's happening? Yeah, Why didn't right we through. like start this a little bit later so like the darkness that is the winter across our our fine nation had. A little bit more to it, at least in the February-March months.
2: Truth. Truth. So the Nets, uh, again, not quite there yet. They're
3: not cutting down any Nets there.
2: They will not be if they keep playing the way they've been playing. Number three.
3: Coach Steve says, might not even have the Nets on the rims because we haven't earned them yet.
2: We were just talking about elementary school, Lindsay, and, and schools in general. Did you ever have a food fight at your school?
3: I tried to start a couple.
2: Your cafeterias never ended up in a, a melee uh, of food?
3: No, because I'm one of those people that tosses the first one and then duck and cover because I don't like getting in trouble.
2: Uh, Mrs. Matt Stafford, Kelly Stafford, mm. apparently decided to try to start a food fight during the Rams loss on Monday at Levi's Stadium. She threw a soft pretzel at a fan who <laughs> was giving it to the Rams. What
3: are you doing,
2: Kelly? Um... She apologized. Uh, to You've been doing a lot of that lately. Someone who called her out. Uh, the good news is is that no one had called police to the stadium to Thank report goodness. a pretzel assault.
3: Thank goodness.
2: Um, but Kelly said she was wrong.
3: Yeah, grow up, literally. <laughs> <laughs> a, really? pretzel. a pretzel like we don't know who you are. Right. You think Matthew, after that game gets done, they get absolutely shell shocked. Got to go home and deal with this and talk to the wifey about what's transpired. Come on.
2: (laughs) Quit playing with your food. Then
3: again, maybe it's a distraction. Maybe it's something that you can solve rather than, you know, the embarrassment of talent and embarrassments of success.
2: Yeah. No one's going to come after you for a soft pretzel. At least it was a soft pretzel. It wasn't like the ones with all the salt and the hardness. Number four. Vince Vaughn's coming to town. Vegas, baby, Vegas. For what? Vince Vaughn has been named the official Master of Ceremonies for the upcoming World Series of Poker when they move it from the Rio over to Bally's and Paris. Mm. He's a celebrity poker enthusiast. I've heard. He's Yes, yes, indeed he is. Uh, he enjoys it. So he'll be the ambassador for the World Series of Poker. As uh, it has now been made official, the World Series of Poker going to move to the Strip so people can go watch river cards and flops and things yep. like that. This was made We go
3: to the strip for the flops. We know this. Yes.
2: It was made un- it was made unofficial yesterday and official this morning, so it is Vince Vaughn. So, wow. We'll see how engaged he is and I mean, he likes the poker. That's great. Loves the poker.
3: Mm. I have so many quotes I want to throw in there, but they're all inappropriate. <laughs> so
2: number 5. Catalina Wine Mixer.
3: Yeah, ew, it was going to go deeper than that, but uh, that's gotcha. alright.
2: What did I just watch with Vince Vaughn? Is he
3: even in that movie? I don't think he was. Wedding Crashers. Catalina Wine Mixer's stepbrothers. Oh, those was Step Brothers.
2: Yeah. Check it.
3: yourself before you wreck yourself. I know. Sorry. That's from We're the Millers. I
2: just watched. It. Oh, I just watched the intern. Uh, uh, the internship. Him and Owen Wilson. Could have been better. At Google.
3: It was Black Mirror for uh, big tech ten years ago. Yeah it, was Essentially. Kind of,
2: yeah, it was kind of odd. We are a family. Come
3: sit on these bouncy balls as we talk about our profits. Everything's fine here. Right? Don't ask any questions to these guys. The credits
2: were clever, though. Everything's fine. They were very clever. Everything's
3: totally human first. It
2: was about geeks coming out of their shells. And Correct. Vince and Vaughn trying to figure out. The corporate
3: out, tech overlords. But. Yes, that's pretty Coming out of the shells right. first. And
2: Josh Gad Number was in five. it, too. He was. Yes. All right, so if you want to buy a hockey team, it's usually best to buy low and sell high. That is what they are planning to do with the Pittsburgh Penguins, as the talks have been reportedly advancing very quickly as of today in terms of selling the Pittsburgh Penguins to the people who own the Boston Red Sox, which makes Lindsay so happy.
3: Oh, oh, so happy. But if there's one thing we know in this town is uh, the urgency of we need to pay somebody back. And it seems like big owner guy that isn't Mario Lemieux uh, took a pretty big financial hit during COVID. So I, that explains why this is happening so quickly. I mean, it just broke yesterday. Like, this is a huge deal. Like, it's not like yeah. it's it's the Arizona Coyotes in terms of being uh, being the team being sold. Like, this is a very successful brand. This is a, a team that is still technically in their window and... uh Everybody has to approve it for it to go through, and this stuff doesn't happen very often in the NHL, so it'll drag out a little bit longer, I think.
2: $800 million is the reported That's asking it. price, and LeBron James would now own part of a hockey franchise as he is part of the Fenway Sports Group. So, Is
3: this good? Is this good for the team? For the Penguins? Do you think it's good for these big... He-
2: Stability what? would help right? in that marketplace, yeah. Yeah just in terms of continuing legacy i'm sure marlon mu who owns part of the club will not be stepping down from no. anything he'll still be trotted I'm just more out there of
3: just like the idea of these teams being absorbed by larger sports portfolios like it's one thing to have like the big ownership group and that or the packers side where you can sure. buy in and you're, you're seeing players buy the stock which is even which is an actual cool story but I don't know. I can't tell if this is good for the overall health of sports or the overall for the health of hockey. But regardless, it's going to happen because that's a lot of money, even though it should be more. But that's the whole point. You have to build your your brand up, and well, ten years from now, maybe it's one point two or one point three billion. Yeah, if
2: you want a sports portfolio, this is the way to do it. Apparently, Red Sox, I just Liverpool, want a bobblehead, okay, NASCAR, and now the Penguins could be sold to the Fenway Group. I All right, if
3: beers are fifteen bucks.
2: I was just thinking of that soft pretzel that was thrown. She bought that in San Francisco. Wasteful. That must have been like nine dollars a throw. Oh,
3: especially if they have like the the plastic. Uh, sheets of paper to hand it to you You probably have to pay for that as well yeah
2: right it's probably biodegradable though if it's true
3: it's paper straws
2: yeah there's your check down power by betql bet smarter beat the books download the betql app or visit betql.com today up next the hockeying of the hockeying
1: lindsey brown and paul eihander the playmakers
3: i
2: come to expect uh, that we're not going to quit i think i'm more disappointed 2-2 going into the third chance to get points, and uh, we don't do that. You know, they they were the better team, and in this league, you usually get what you deserve.
1: Exclusively on 1140 The Bet.
2: Doubled up by the Canes last night, 4-2. Vegas Golden Knights win streak ends at home at 3, and the regrouping now continues but has to be done in a couple of different ways as we kicked off the show More Golden Knights are in the COVID protocols, which means more fill-ins and more, I guess, just guys who can breathe and skate at this point. As we still look for that consistency, right? Mm -hmm. Consistency.
3: Absolutely. And uh, it's when you play an opponent like you did last day in the Carolina Hurricanes, which are featured as the second ranked team in the NHL rankings, uh, at least according to ESPN, and I don't disagree with them uh you could you could bring your best game and still have a really tough time trying to find a way to win and well, i don't think the knights brought their absolute best game i thought it was at least a, a decent effort i saw some good things from people i also saw some things you're just like how do you make this decision here at this point in time but also what else is new
2: does it feel odd to be talking about a hockey team and i think this probably just goes straight to the heart of fans to be able to talk about the golden knights in a way where they are not the front runners they are not the team that When you open up your uh, sportsbook apps and things like that, Mm -hmm. you actually see a plus sign on the money line as opposed to a minus, and you are the team that is not favored to win.
3: Yeah, it's certainly a departure, and in a way, it simplifies uh, the way you go about your business. Uh, If you're playing a team that's a lot more talented, it should be pretty simple in terms of what is expected from you, of what you need to do to try to deviate them away from their best game, or at least just stop the bleeding as much as possible and then when it's teams within striking distance or, or even a, a lesser talented you you have to win the effort battle and that's something that the gold Knights have always struggled with so in a way I think that this new puzzle that they're going through this season is kind of a, a, a nice graduation moment for them to shirk the all we do is score goals on the rush we can we can earn it the hard way to that that really, Harkens back to those sustained runs early on in their uh, franchise's inception.
2: There are other cities right now who sit in the standings and they're laughing their asses off at us, going, "Man, they're bitching about the Golden Knights because we we're four, we're four and ten right now." And you know, fans are showing up, and then. Leaving a bit early when things get a little bit hairy. Anti Ronta last night was
3: killer. He, he was a, he was amazing. But he, he he is capable of that. Like he's a very good goaltender. The the thing about him always has been his availability. When you when you see a netminder who's able to get across and make some of those those stretch saves with his toes on his butterfly back door, like there's also a billing department for that, right? If you're if you're always in and out and then you ask your body to all of a sudden just like go-go gadget legs, this is why I think I'm probably never going to be able to play goalie again myself because now there's been too many just moons gone by that my brain is always going to be able to ex- – my brain will always expect I can go get that puck. I can make that save. I can go across the crease, go for the splits. But guess what? My body has not been in the same prep service to uh, be able to handle that. And so – it's easy for injuries to reaccumulate, um, but if he turns in performances like that uh, when, when they call upon him armed with Freddie Anderson, who's played the best uh, so far this season, man, that's a scary team. That's a real scary team, and that should give a little bit of a vote of confidence to the Gold Knights because you are depleted, you don't play your best game, and you were still within striking distance. Right,
2: and in terms of trying to close this team out, I mean... They, Pete said it the best. Going into that third, they just couldn't pull anything out. And
3: well, they were—they should have been down way more goals. It shouldn't have been two to two. Like the Golden Knights were weren't the better team, and they find a way to get a couple of goals in a very small period of time. That's their mo. That's their mo. When they're when everybody's back. But that that Howden Gold, who has sneaky wheels, obviously has size and body leverage enough to uh, not be deterred if a defenseman is coming hard back with him on a rush that he can just take it over. He makes one move. You make Ron to bite, and you have all that net to shoot at. And then the Shea Theodore goal, that's on a third rebound. That's just straight up, you cannot tell me no. But you don't get to that attitude without the Howden goal, because otherwise, we weren't even in their zone, like, ever. But so, it's not that bad of a game.
2: Are we leaning too much on Robin Leonard at this point? Because this is a... Statistically, statistically speaking, this is a nine and seven team. The mm-hmm. record is what the record is. Sure. If he is not playing the way he is playing, is this a last? How many play- games is this have we played here? We played team? eighteen, we, sixteen games.
3: Okay, so we played sixteen and LB started two. Two, right? And so I think when we heard that LB was, or I should say, the other LB was added to this team, and when the goaltending situation at least clarified itself a little bit more, I asked McCreanor about how he was going to be allocating minutes to, to Leonard and, and cause tandem goal is different situation ver- versus what we're going through now. And I thought it was more money plays three. The other LB plays one right now. We're not being so true to that. We're giving a few more to to Leonard here, but also we're operating at a, at a different uh, tool belt disposal that we uh, had forecasted for this team. So you have to kind of run your best guys a little bit more just to stay afloat right now. As long as they're able to manage it either in the more near future, where they get LB a couple sure. games to make up for it, or they stretch it out a little bit more, it could become a problem, but... Lenny's playing so well too, and ultimately you have to go to the goaltender tender and ask them because and and they have to be honest with themselves. Because I've I've had plenty of times where like, Linz, you want to play? I'm like, Yes. And could, but on the inside, I'm like, Oh, uh, I'm not in the right mental space, right. but by the time we get there, I promise I'll be there. Can
2: Robin do that though? Yes. Is he capable of doing that? He he's, step back. He's played... The last time he's logged more than 50 games in a season was in the 2017-2018 campaign for Buffalo. I'm yeah. looking directly at the stat. Yep. Since then, the majority of the time, he's been splitting time.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Now he's the one again. Is he capable of handling that workload? At least how I mean, it's worked out so far. He
3: is. Uh, goalies are always equipped to kind of go night in and night out if you need them to. But just because you can doesn't mean you should. We talked tons about Flurry's usage, about him being used too much early on in the season. I mean, even last year when Leonard was hurt, you're like, well, why aren't we getting him more games? Well, first of all, he's playing lights out. And second of all, we have a game every other day. And third of all, our our, our backup option is a very, very different step back. And we're not operating with that same decision any longer uh, between the other LB and Rob and Leonard. But it's just... It's more of a collaborative approach. The team needs to be better themselves at, at maybe saying, hey, instead of Leonard playing last night, we'll play LB. Because LB can play. He can play that game. It's just, do we need, need, need these two points? Do we need Leonard to go? Does, does, does this, this game call for all hands on deck for whatever reason? Because if all games do, then none of them are technically important, right? If all of them are important, then none of them are. So they need to get a little bit more choosy, but they haven't had that luxury.
2: See if the time comes up. A Couple more home games here, and then they go on the road during the uh, Thanksgiving holiday. So- White Cloud
3: gets back, then I'd expect it more, more goalie switching around because then at least we're dealing with a more cohesive and defensive first core.
2: A little bit more help in front of him,
3: right? They're not skating Petrangelo that, and Theodore all of them into the right. ground either. That
2: he's that he's that he can be uh, consistent with and be happy with. Yes. That's in front of him. Not that, he but he's not moving happy. that
3: much. All those shots are coming in very tight. Yes. It's just last night the the Hurricanes were. More discipline and just created more space. So they had two extra feet uh, of ice in front of them in the spray to shoot out. And, that, and that's more than enough to get the puck past the goal line versus it getting saved by Leonard.
2: Yeah. Someone give Alex Petrangelo like a spa certificate for the holidays or something. I think
3: he's fine. He can afford, afford yeah, it. A couple another, of massages.
2: Another big, long night for him last night.
3: Maybe a pedicure.
2: A, man, a little mani-pedi. Mm. Yeah, that could help.
3: Look good, feel good, play good. Right.
2: That's the truth. Uh, a couple of things to pass along to you. A little breaking news here on 1140 The Bet. The NCAA has announced the Division One women's basketball tournament is going to expand to 68 games. That matches the men's 68. So Me someone's be, getting it,
3: baby! There will
2: be two first fours uh, in the uh, upcoming uh, March Madness, so to speak. And the selection show for the women will also be the same day as the men. Starting this year? Uh, Sunday, March 13th. Excellent. 2022.
3: Excellent to hear.
2: So everything moving forward in that aspect also major league baseball a couple of big signings today as we continue the breaking news theme uh, justin verlander is going to stay with houston on a 25 million dollar one-year deal and a player option for roughly the same amount of money in year two and brandon belt has taken a one-year 18.4 million dollar contract with the san francisco giants the only player in major league baseball to accept a qualifying offer everyone else rejected it. that includes uh a former Dodgers uh, Corey Seager and Chris Taylor Verlander also denied or turned down his 18.4 million qualifying offer, but obviously got a raise uh, with Houston.
3: Yeah, you differentiate yourself in some way.
2: And more breaking news. Oh boy, Richard Sherman is on the reserve injured list. Oh, so that is a full move for him to sit, poop on a scoop, and see if he'll sit much longer. Also, just this keeps coming down here. Uh, the Blue Jays Robbie Ray is the AL Cy Young winner. So. The National League Cy Young has not been awarded yet. Perhaps we see an L.A. Dodger. I know your head is spinning.
3: These are all people that I know. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm.
2: Robbie Ray was traded for like a dozen baseballs a couple of years ago. Now he's the AL Cy Young owner. That's how rough it was. Yeah. Tough. Coming up next
0: Up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast, all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast.
1: <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You found the Playmakers. Only on 1140 to bet. Las Vegas.
2: Paula Lindsay with you on this Wednesday afternoon. Make sure you stick around. About 425, Odyssey Sports Betting Insider Trista Crick will join us. Mm. Listen to that combo. We're going to be talking some hoops because that's her jam. There it is. That's her jam. Hoops, there it is.
3: Hoops, there it I'm is. I'm good at this. Yeah. You are too. Very punny. We are occasionally as a as a group, but it's like... To pump each other up once in a while, right? Even if things aren't like going well internally,
2: it helps. Do you hit them on like in the shoulders, like you would like in a football locker room? Like you put your hands on their shoulders, and like yeah, let's get going. Or what, is it me, a, like
3: teammate to teammate? Yeah, is it like a no. slap
2: on the back? I or? mean, I
3: I would. It, that wasn't my main mode. I was. It it depended on where my role it was with the team, honestly, because I was watching um the documentary series that's on the ESPN Plus that Tom Brady is doing about himself.
2: Right, just launched.
3: Uh, exactly. And the first episode was solely dedicated to that 2000 2001 season. Obviously, they win the Super Bowl, all that yep. other stuff. But the displacement of Drew Bledsoe, and just kind of weeding through that at least on a little bit more nuanced level, and just seeing Drew react to it today, and and all the film that they had from you know 20 years ago about how he was reacting in moment to be a guy who just signed an upwards of a hundred million dollar contract as a starting quarterback, that's your team, that's your squad, you get hurt on a bang bang play, and you're not out for six weeks, you have, what, a bleed in your lung, internal bleeding? Yep, And you lose your job to a a guy who can barely run, who is a third string guy at Michigan, and it ends up being Tom Brady, and now we know what we know, and whatever, but it got me thinking about just the dynamic between teammates and what it feels like to be the one not in the crease not under center because goalie and quarterback are kind of uniquely connected in in a lot of different ways and in their singularity Take some
2: special individuals
3: absolutely and you could tell that Drew really struggled with it and even the the teammates that they were interviewing about it they were saying you could tell that this was taking everything out of him and remember that that Belichick told them like the Wednesday night before the Super Bowl who was gonna be starting the Super Bowl like just of how big of a mind f that would be for for me it, it's just it's a very lonely place to be and it's tough because you have your responsibilities to helping your goalie partner your quarterback partner and and pumping them up if they need it or, or settling them down if they're getting too excitable and then you have it for, as a larger team that if the team's not playing super well like if I wasn't in the net and the team wasn't playing well, I'd be more vocal in the locker room because i'm I'm trying to get do my part i'm going i'm trying to put something forward that I probably wouldn't put as much. So if I were in the net, cause my responsibilities are different. Right. And then you just think about it from like the player to coach relationship too. And just, there's a lot of moving parts to just saying, yeah, it's you.
2: Yeah. There's something to be said about that. The locker room culture. And I'm wondering that, you know, being supplanted, there's some understanding like in the off season for a lot of, mm-hmm. for a lot of athletes where, yeah, we, well, that's we when signed, everything's
3: even again, right? Right, we
2: sign this person. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a, a quarterback battle, or you know, we're going to figure out who's going to start at right tackle or whatever it happens to be, and it kind of right. works out that way. And you get into the the gladiator mode or whatever it is. Hey, listen, that was my starting spot at power forward. Yeah. There's no way. How that, do
3: you not become an anchor?
2: Right. There's no way she's coming into taking my spot, but she was Gatorade top 100. Right. And there's a reason why she's here.
3: Right. Um.
2: No, I it, I I understand where you're going with this, and it's it. It, it's along the lines of role acceptance, and mm-hmm. I look for, and radical acceptance, right? And I look for good examples of that. And the one again, it strikes me right away is when Albert Pujols went to the Dodgers from the Angels mm-hmm. and said, "You know what? I still want to play. I still have the desire to play, but I'm going to accept whatever role you need me to be because where I was, yes, I was you know I was a starter. The
3: acceptance of change, right? And all
2: of a sudden I wasn't, and right. then all but of a sudden is... he became like super clubhouse leader, which people kind of knew. But became amplified
3: right like and well, I'm my best behavior now because I don't have as much rope to deal with, and also I know that I've accepted my role, and with that there's almost an alleviation of pressure in a way too, because like I said there's just resp- different responsibilities when you're playing versus when it's not your day and and sometimes you can be a better teammate if you're not in the game it's weird how that works, but most of us don't give ourselves that chance to figure that out because a we've never been sat or b. We haven't reacted in the right ways or done the the self-awareness care to realize that this is a good thing and that just because this is something that's happening to me, it doesn't mean that it is the fault of the teammate because my whether it was me at high school with one of my best childhood friends, Jillian, who was a, was a goaltender that I left my senior year because we were battling it out all the time. I wanted more time, so I left and I went to a junior team or or Hannah at Saint A's, where she and I were were splitting a lot of the time all the way up through my senior season. And those are two of some of the best friends that I have. And I even mentioned like Janice, who's also there in my goaltending group at Saint A's too. She didn't play uh, a, a ton of games during her career, but she was certainly integral to my success to to the success of an uh, uh, earlier netminder, Amy, who's like. But you have to have that understanding ingrained to you beforehand, and then there has to be that presence in the culture and the team because it only takes one or two people that start chatting away in the corner saying, well, this isn't how things are supposed to go. I, I feel bad. And then all of a sudden that room starts to change and shift, and that's what toxicity truly is. And
2: that's part of the – the, there's, there's a point of difference when it comes, though, to high school, college, and then a professional locker room in the NFL – if Drew Bledsoe gets benched or whoever gets benched, we're speaking about Tom and Drew, Drew's got nowhere to go. Like that right. is still a locker room. I'm contractually obligated to be there. Right. At the college level, the NIL and the transfer rule that have that changed just, a lot. Have changed like you bench me, I'm I'm gone. Absolutely. I can I can leave. And in and high school, high school not so much because you're still playing for a team, but there there we are We pick
3: we pick correctly earlier now in high school. We choose and we recruit in the middle school year. so we don't have to worry about the transfer rules in high school anymore because they tried to crack down on that.
2: Yeah, if you can come together as a group, that's mm-hmm. great and you understand, you know, again, you know, for AAU ball and things like that, it's, you know, 8 8 Eight guys, ten guys, whatever is traveling soccer, you know we're right. not taking more than thirteen with us, and everybody's playing because they're all special, and everybody's special and I think that to a
3: certain point at AAU. right
2: but at a certain point too, you realize that as an athlete, everybody around you is just as special as you are and i'm not sure when that realization kicks in i don't
3: know if we're teaching that anymore though paul that's that's what i'm worried about, and I think that's one of the larger pieces of the professionalization of of, of youth sports because i don't know how much coaching. To the di- dissolution of ego, there is right now because we invest so much in this one individual kid. Be that I'm the parent of the kid, I'm the kid themselves, or I'm the coach who's going to see the benefits of the results that the kid brings to my team. And so, when the ultimate answer or your ultimate authority is the result, it doesn't become about the development as a person, it doesn't become about the development, therefore, as a teammate. It becomes about the development of a talent. And there's no mix. Now we're all going the same cookie cutter. And so I, I think that's one of the larger problems. But sports has an inherent way of humbling people, just injuries, coaches that do have backbone and stuff. But it's, it's the little frayed gray areas, be that in our own houses or just at the, at the lower levels of the sports. That It's definitely changed since I was younger, and that's not to say like back in my day, but it's certainly something I've noticed.
2: Yeah, you know, only so many places you can go. Yeah. Uh when it comes to trying, you know, to be on a team. And then when you're on that team, it's what you make of that team. You know, right. because some sometimes it goes beyond just the statistics. And you can get wrapped up in your own heads.
3: Yeah. But what if there's future involved? What if I can be a millionaire? There's a lot what of if what ifs I can be a cult co- but a exactly? Tr- truckload but of it is ifs. my job as a coach, as someone who's in that in the coaching industry, to make you believe just that. Because then you keep coming back, right?
2: Right. Well. Belief is I got to pay too. bills, too. Yeah, belief belief, and fear have that same kind of power over people. True. <laughs> Life stuff. Coming up next, what is truly in a
1: name? Say my name, say my name. Paul Eihander and Lindsey Brown, the Playmakers. Say my name. Exclusively on 1140 The Vet.
3: I got something to say to you, Paul. I got an opportunity for you. All right, Lindsay, what is it? Some of the biggest names that I say in the collegiate basketball game. We got a pair of tickets to the Empire Classic to give away to Caller 10 right now. Literally start dialing right now. The number is 702-733-5968. The Empire Classic will feature a matchup between Gonzaga and UCLA at T-Mobile Arena on the 23rd of November. Caller 10, literally right now. 702-733-5968. Give number twice and slow. Forgot the slow part.
2: <laughs> the, uh, the Zags are overwhelming favorites right now. The only single digit favorites when it comes to odds to win the college basketball championship. Of course, that didn't work out well for them last year when they faced Baylor.
3: Yeah, or Virginia a few years yeah,
2: ago. Yeah, slowed the game down. Gazag is always that team right there. Let's talk about him, talk about him, talk about him. And then, meh. Yeah. And it's kind of, meh. That's Tends to works. be. Last night I saw this uh, come across super late, actually, during the uh, hockey game. Uh, involving the Vegas Golden Knights, that the Staples Center in Los Angeles is getting a brand new name. They'll debut it on Christmas Day, which it'll be kind of weird to to move to this, but the crypto.com arena.
3: Yeah, the Californians are outraged. I... I kind of—it's weird. The staple Center is has it, never not been the staple Center in my life. Correct,
2: lifetime. which is why I'm kind of going that way. Right? It doesn't feel—I mean, it's not,
3: crypto. You're I'm, like, of all things, to steal the soul of our innocence. Cryptocurrency? Come on! I don't—I
2: don't have Seriously, enough. Seriously, old guy. Yeah, I don't have enough like bandwidth to keep absorbing name changes like this. Correct. I mean, it's a little—it's a. I mean, I'm not saying it's hard for me because it, it is what it is. But you know, poop is poop. But
3: I saw somebody call the uh nickname The Wallet, kind of like it, because we don't really... Co- I mean, Staples Center, because it has been there so long, we say Staples, we know right away, but when it comes to those new brands, you have to come up with a nickname or just an endearing way... And make
2: it stick, stick, right. stick, stick, stick.
3: And eventually, it'll work its way into the consciousness where it won't be the Staples Center, it will be the cryptocurrency, doc, like, whatever, but you can't just, like, force it.
2: It feels you like get a
3: teddy bear before you bring it to the actual zoo and so people don't run away.
2: It's got that Allegiant Stadium vibe to it right now yeah. where how many people do honestly you say, hey, we're going to the Death Star. I mean, do you hear that anymore or go to the owl? I mean, is that you
3: say you're going to the Raiders game?
2: Right, exactly. Yeah, I'm like,
3: well, especially at, at that uh, building because there's two teams, three teams that play in there.
2: And then T-Mobile has the clever nickname. Correct. Of being the fortress.
3: Yep. Which they chose for themselves. Right. But it works. It's different. I mean, well, it, works. It's a, it They went with a theme. like Right. No well, no, theme. clearly, yes. We have 8,000 nights teams now. In so it, change is hard. We know this. Uh, especially with brain recognition. We have this psychologically figured out just down to the science that we do the casinos. What colors make you hungry? What colors make you feel secure? What time of the day are you more likely to spend money? Especially after you Google search this. Like, we've got all of this down.
2: We're not the only ones. I mean, legitimately, Paul Paul George right. is saying that That's he's... That's why it
3: feels so backwards,
2: because yeah, we're trained. And Reggie Jackson's the same way. He's like, it's hard not to... And based on the fact of the memories that come with that building, mm-hmm. because you're talking about Kobe Bryant. You're talking about How Shaquille You're talking about legacy. Exactly.
3: It, it's To get morbid on it a little bit, Kobe never played in this building. And technically, the building Kobe did won't exist as it is, or as it was, ever again. That's that is a hard thing to deal with, other than just like new, new uh, word art. Who dis? Right. Like that's to I me. Mean, that's the confrontation of of just change in general. It's not necessarily the event itself, but what it indicates changing in your life and all of the markers that you have in the previous chapter versus the next. There's always those little bookmark pieces.
2: You talk about the Kings Stanley Cups there at sta- yeah. at Staples yeah.
3: You don't Two think that was them. in the the, the overtime winner call for Alec Martinez at home. You don't think they said, from the stables, you know. It's just, it's tough.
2: It's a bit, I mean.
3: We, money is all, right? well, as crypto has taught us.
2: Well, and the Clippers are moving. They've got their own new place because their lease is up. And they're building a new place, yeah, too. Yeah, so
3: the, the the crypto doesn't do the, the coupons, and so they, there's no clipping there. Right. We have to go somewhere else that does more, you know, analog, tangible stuff.
2: Right. If you walk in, is it like real?
3: <laughs> is this seat a facade? Right. Is this a real seat? I'm not seat? sure. Actually, the value of my ticket has gone up since I've gotten right. this building. Right. Actually, the demand uh, has never been higher. i right.
2: just we're um, just making it up, right?
3: But that's the thing. We're we that's what everything is. We're just making it up, making up meaning.
2: I'm guessing you'll be able to pay with crypto at the concession stand. Although I don't know what you would buy.
3: I'm literally going to make like just a piece of paper. It says like one Bitcoin here,
2: right. here <laughs> it's you not go. even
3: a monopoly money
2: right what do you want i would like a coors light in a can
3: uh, i would like all of the right, Coors. So this is one bitcoin yeah. i didn't even have to uh cut down half the rainforest to mine it either
2: <laughs> all right bye-bye staples center crypto.com that is your christmas gift everybody
1: happy holidays from the bezos
2: coming up next football at four as the playmakers rolls on for your wednesday